0: Hi guys, I'm Savannah, and you are listening to the Girls Off the Record podcast, a podcast affiliated with SavannahOffTheRecord.com, an online magazine dedicated to music, fashion, beauty, and culture. Hi, I'm Jenny. Uh, I
1: write and take pictures and offer um Unsolicited advice to Savannah. <laughs> hi, I'm Shelby and
2: I write a few of the um album reviews as well as a few fashion
3: and beauty tips and advice posts that you see. Um hi, I'm Lucy. I also write, uh, as these lovely ladies do, about fashion um and music. And yeah. Today's episode
0: is called My First Time because we're going to talk about some of our first experiences, although not the ones you're thinking of, so get your minds out of the gutter. (laughs) The first, first experience we're going to share is, drum roll please, the first time I went to a concert. Jenny, you're up first, no pun intended. Um,
1: Actually, my concert is the best. Sorry, my first concert was Spice Girls. Oh, yeah. This was summer of 1998. Um, My mom was working at a beauty salon in Shalimar, and some of her co-workers were taking their daughters to the Spice Girls concert in Atlanta. And my mom felt really guilty that I wasn't going. And she was like, we're going to go. And she called me when I was at home one day, and I, like, fell off the chair. (laughs) And when I went there, it was, like, we were in the, Nosebleed, nosebleed section, but it didn't matter. I was in the same space as the Spice Girls, and this was before Ginger left. So it was the Fab Five, and it was the best night ever. Yes. Who's your favorite Spice Girl? Um, baby. It's a mix between Baby and Scary. Scary Baby. Was this <laughs> was this pre Spice World movie? You know what? It was.
2: Oh, yeah. That's, that's even
0: better. It, Side note: I had a really awesome Spice Girls sleepover with the Spice Girls movie when I was little, and we have all these pictures like holding Twizzlers and stuff. It's really cute. Can we recreate? (laughs) I think we should do it. Yeah, (laughs) that should be every Friday night. Bring that back, (laughs) (laughs) definitely.
1: So yes, Shelby, tell me about your first concert. Try to top that. I cannot
2: top that. In fact, pretty much all of my early music experiences are pretty lame. So my first concert. If I can recall and remember correctly, was a Christian rock concert from the band Audio Adrenaline. Yes. I was a huge Christian rock fan, and that was one of my favorite bands when I was a kid. I think we went when I was about 10 or 11. And my mom, she was my concert, like, go-to person. So we went to that concert, and I think later we went to a Kenny Chesney concert. <laughs>
1: I hate to admit that, but yes, just I, I had a weird getting, music phase. It <laughs> keeps getting better and better. It keeps getting better and better, yes.
2: Uh, uh, the plot but yeah, there's not really much to, to say after that. <laughs> it pretty much goes downhill. <laughs> um,
3: Lucy, I think you can probably talk that, though. <laughs> okay, guys. I, you know, am a different era. Okay, so <laughs> summer before eighth grade, right, I have a rich friend that I just befriended like three months before, and she's like, We're going to One Direction concert. I have an extra ticket. Didn't know who One Direction was. I was like, let's go. We're going to go and see One Direction in Atlanta, right? So four 12-year-old girls, I listened to, like, all their albums, of course, (laughs) before the concert. and I got really into it. So, you know, four 12-year-old girls, we hit Atlanta, One Direction, on tour, floor seats. There were tears. I was... (laughs) I, it was a religious experience, <laughs> Shelby. I know yours was literally religious experience. Mm, yeah, mine, it was a lot, I of, felt a lot something of prayer at that <laughs> concert. So yes, One Direction. They still have my heart, and it was because of that concert. So. Savannah, what was,
0: how was your first? Concept? <laughs> okay, well. well, I'm actually kind of along the same lines as Shelby. Yes. I like to think of Christian rock as a gateway <laughs> genre. It was a gateway <laughs> to better music. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I had a best friend named Bethany when I was growing up. We don't talk anymore, but I do follow. I'm friends with her on Facebook. So, you know. Shout out to Beth. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Back to you, Beth. Um, but her and her mom invited me to a Christian battle of the bands. Um, oh, so <laughs> I like rad. to feel a little bit better about it because it's several bands and not just one, <laughs> um, but that was my first concert. And I think if it makes you feel any better, I think my second concert was Flyleaf, which is another, Christian I, love rock Flyleaf. Band. I still love Flyleaf and though. I do too, because their lead singer is obviously a girl and she screams, which any girl who can scream is pretty awesome. Yeah. So I'm not really ashamed of that. No, um, I still like her today. They're She's, still, they're still cool. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I'm a little little ashamed, but that's those are my first concert <laughs> experiences. Um, our next first experience to share is the first time I cried over a boy, girl, or person. Okay, so the first time
1: I cried over a boy was probably my boyfriend, Quentin, because I had had a crush on him since I was like 14. Um, but there was a brief period in time in high school when I also liked another boy, um, he was in my art class and I told him that I liked him via a note
0: <laughs> <laughs> the only way to it did the you fold it one. into like those yeah, did you do things? the fold I, I
1: <laughs> never knew how to do that but it, it does say it well, did say too. to Kyle, heart, Jenny and I never heard from him oh, again no. he, he had a math class with my best friend Hannah and she took the took the lead and asked him and he said I think Jenny is cool but I already have a girlfriend, but he couldn't say it to my face. And fast forward <laughs> 10 years later, this man is dead. So that Oh, just snap.
3: <laughs> that was like a clickbait, kind yeah. of. Yeah. You really-, you really <laughs>
1: just saying may he rest there. in peace yeah. may, may he rest may he rest i believe that he had a lovely family but i'm just saying that's what happens when you make me cry i was that's what i was oh consequences oh, no. of rejection so, Jenny. so we went there yeah. Yeah. hashtag too soon <laughs> never, <laughs> never too soon for me to be obnoxious <laughs> <No>. <laughs> there's always an opportunity <laughs> shelby tell me about your first time you cried over oh, a boy or something well I never really was the person that
2: cried over boys. I was always the dump, the one to dump <laughs> boys. Yeah, I, 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 was, I, was, I was a little bit of a heartbreaker when I was dumpy, a kid. Dumpy,
1: dump it. Near a dumper. Whatever,
2: a yeah. But I remember very vividly in high school, um, I had just moved to West Monroe. Didn't really know anybody, so of course I would just befriend anybody who was going to be nice to me and got with these gaggle of girls and... <clears throat> I hate (laughs) already. They started talking about me behind my back, and I didn't know it, and they weren't treating me really right, and I thought that I had to just do all these things to fit in with them. And it was Mm -hmm. a lot of emotional dramas. Yeah, this is not a good story. (laughs) It never is when there's tears. No. 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 And it was like... The evil, mean PE PE days, like tears, like that kind of Ugh. mean cattiness of girls. PE um, already makes you so vulnerable. Yeah, and they even—they one of them had spread a rumor that I was a lesbian, and I said, "If that's the worst you can come up with, <laughs> I mean,
1: you whatever." Know what? the exact Same thing happened to me in elementary school. Elementary? This was nice. Yeah. They started young. They called me gay because they saw me kiss my mom. That's. What? They just didn't get. They how was that? Yeah, okay, that, oh, whatever. I'm, I'm so sorry.
0: They were jealous. I had I never, so I had never kissed anybody Maybe Maybe that was mom. a female, like real witches. Maybe like, they were just jealous. True,
2: but like, I found to to end the end it on a good note. I <laughs> I did find some good friends in my high school days that I'm actually still friends with today, and we still talk in a group message today.
3: That's Aww. awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> I love that. Not those girls. Other girls that are better. God. Okay. I'm not 100% positive about this, but in kindergarten, I had a best friend. No, this was pre-K. This is pre-K. Oh, my god. A best friend named Eric, and he was, like, the only person I ever wanted to do anything with. Like, he was the only person I invited to my fourth birthday party. The only person. It was at the zoo. I didn't want to invite anybody else. Just Eric. And, like... <laughs> He was really, like, I really, I really liked this kid. And then he moved. And, like, this was when I was really little and I didn't really understand. And so I'm almost pretty sure that I cried when he left. And I never, I don't know his last name, so I can't find him again. I know. I know. But he was, like, my person. Like, I probably love this kid as much as a pre-K, like, a preschooler can love anybody. Do you know where he moved? No. And he, like... They moved when I was really little, and my mom doesn't even remember their last names. You have to, like, dig up
1: the
2: old pre K
3: records. And, like, find his last name. Yeah. And, like, hunt him down. Do some, I know. Do some private eye work.
1: It's so sad <laughs> and beautiful. That makes me want to cry. I'm
3: sorry, guys. That was, <laughs> that was, I mean, I had a lot of fun, but, like, that was broke yeah. my little pre K heart. I bet. Savannah, when's the first time you cried over somebody?
0: Um, I'm going to go, the first time I cried over a boy was probably in like second or third grade I'm guessing there was a guy I had a crush on named Will I'm not gonna say his last name but it's like weirdly similar to my boyfriend's name now <laughs> who's also name named printing. Will. Mm-hmm. um But he actually went for a different girl that we went to school with named Hannah, which is also weird because it rhymes with Savannah. Savannah, I don't find it a coincidence, (laughs) (laughs) but she was really athletic. And I remember she always got to um, run like the better distances and like our track meets and stuff. And I was always really envious of that because I'm short and slow. (laughs) And I figured that that was why Will chose her over me. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <Obviously>. <laughs> because guys apparently like athletic women oh um, yeah but she is also dead now for a plot twist <gasps> oh snap Yeah. Eric isn't dead now she, you guys got me like oh she was God. extremely mean to I'm me okay, I'm <laughs> <Aaron. laughs> so, but may she also rest in oh, peace I, you know everyone was kind of mean at that age yeah. there was biting yeah. and things like that so oh, yeah. So I mean I don't blame her or anything but I'm pretty sure I cried you know when he chose Hannah yeah. banana banana Oh, we're sitting. Yeah. <laughs> rude. All so right. Rude. So next up is the first time I saved up for an article of clothing. Um, okay. So I had a hard
1: time narrowing this down, even though I'm the one who came up with the question.
0: <laughs> but
1: I would say um, this was about fourteen or fifteen and my friends and I were going to see local bands, and I was kind of like revamping my style my vibe i was not trying so hard to like fit into any kind of crowd and i was falling into like the punk crowd and stuff like that and all these kids they either had chucks or they had adidas Gazelle, right and I wanted to be kind of different so I was like I'm going to go for the gazelles but they were kind of expensive and I got these beautiful gray suede gazelles. There was a guy that worked at the Journeys in the Santa Rosa Mall who looked just like David Spade and he sold them to me. <laughs> That's even better. We called him David Spade and I was like David Spade I'm going to give you some commission today finally I'm not going to loiter in the store anymore. <laughs> yeah. And um, I think my mom ended up buying them for me because I think I saved some of that money but I don't believe that didn't I it all. I don't believe 14 year old no. Jenny this is like pre-job jenny had sixty dollars at her disposal Mm -hmm. so those shoes saw a lot of really terrible high school bands that's good that's do you still have them no but my best friend
3: hannah did buy me a pair of pink gazelles for my 30th birthday that's a good friend right there i think the best thing you can do to shoes is take them to see local bands
2: yeah, you got to take like them places. Yeah, I like that.
3: doesn't matter how crappy you think they are. The shoes are like,
2: let's go. Let's go. <laughs> let's go. One one step at a time, lady. <laughs> <laughs> Shelby, what, what about your well, clothing? It wasn't really an article of clothing, but it was a purse, per se. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> per se. Per <laughs> se. So when I was in middle school, I inquired some birthday money and I guess I had some saved up too and I was really good about saving and I'm still kind of in for the most part. Um, <clears throat> so I had a chunk of money saved. I think this purse was about 80 to $90. It was one of those designer bags. I remember it and I'm probably gonna butcher the name. I think it was a Franco or Franco Sardo bag. It was hot pink and it had rainbow, um, straps and all these cool little metal buckles and all these like awesome pockets around it and everything. There's at least probably 15 or 20 pockets. And I was like, I'm gonna blow my money on this. (laughs) So I got it, and I felt like the coolest girl in middle school, because we went to a uniform school. And if you know anything about uniform schools, you can't really accent anything Mm -mm. in your wardrobe. Mm -mm. But with your shoes, you can, and with your purse, you can. So. The real Shelby got to come out. I guess. The I don't even know why paint. I liked hot I didn't even Rainbow like hot pink, striked, but it
0: just... buckled, boom. Franco's, Horto's. Horto, it. <laughs> <laughs> It's weird how, like, you yeah, think it you know works. your style, but then you see something, and you're yeah, like, why do I like
2: this? Don't I don't like, even know I why. Do. Yeah, I picked it out. I was like, yeah, I want that bag. And I had it for years and years, and I I guess I finally got rid of it or took it to Goodwill or something like that. And I look back, and I'm like, that bag was hideous. Yeah, and expensive. Yeah, it was. It wasn't even, like, leather or anything. It was nylon. <laughs> <laughs>
1: keep uh,
2: but I know, Lucy, you mentioned earlier you, you have not
3: saved, but you, I don't know. Tell your story. I didn't actually really get into clothes. <clears throat> I also went to a uniform school. Uh, in middle school, I was much less concerned with the way I looked and much more concerned with education. Boys. boys. <laughs> I was like, there's probably another one. Yeah. Boys and like sports. I was like the sporty girls. So I wore just like, like tennis shoes. Yeah, just Savannah. Sporty spice. These athletic
2: girls. She was sporty
3: spice. But. <laughs> And then, so, like, I kind of got into fashion more in high school. But at that point, like, I didn't spend a ton of money. And I kind of had some saved up from, like, grandparents. And um, before I really got into fashion, I had a job. When I was, like, just turned 15, I got a job. And even then, I didn't really, like, I wasn't super into it. Like, especially, like, more expensive things like shoes or, like, right. like cool vintage jeans. Yeah. So, really, like, I have been <laughs> lucky in that. Every time I've wanted something, like if I carefully think it through, I have enough money to get it. Right. How Sensible. practical! You're but such a I, responsible no, like, young adult. I like, I like, like the passion that you guys put into like the purse and the shoes. Like, <laughs> it was like you went for it. I, I wore the crap out of that, that. purse. <laughs> yeah,
1: <exactly. laughs>
3: more so, times than not, I just
0: splurge on things that I probably shouldn't. Yeah, splurge. treat yourself. Treat yourself. <laughs> yeah. yourself. But Savannah, what did you save up? Um, Well, the first time I saved up for an article of clothing was back when online shopping was first becoming known to me. I'm not sure really how long that's been a thing, but it was like definitely like my first go around at it. And I discovered this, I believe it was a BCBG um, ruffle back trench coat. So it was really beautiful. It had like ruffles going down the back. So it was like professional, but feminine. And they had it in both red and tan. I liked both colors. (laughs) <laughs> um, but they ha- they carried my size, you know, at the time, especially, gosh, that was sometime probably during middle or high school. And um, I was small, so jackets usually are, like, really big on me. That's right. still true today. I'm just yeah. a petite person. And they carried, like, a double extra small, which was perfect. Whoa. So it fit me, like, magically. And I tried this on at the store with my mom, but it was, like, maybe $150, which, of course, I didn't have. But then, like, I searched online for it for long periods of time, and I found it, and I watched it on eBay for years, probably. It might even still be in my watch (laughs) list on eBay, (laughs) because I I think I did try to save for it, but I clearly didn't succeed, so I've never owned it. Uh, I do own a similar trench coat, however, today. It just doesn't have the ruffles on the back.
1: Aww. Oh, sad.
0: Yeah, but it was really beautiful and I feel like that is a really classy piece of clothing for me to save for for my first time.
2: Right. <laughs> yeah. You went like at the very top. You went to the like
3: epitome of it. <laughs> Savannah has good taste. <coughs> okay, she so does. like imagine an outfit with like Savannah's coat, Shelby's bag, <laughs> and Jenny's shoes. <laughs> Well, what and would like, you pair with it? I guess see? probably <laughs> a prom dress because you know prom dresses are very expensive. So I yeah, like a good chunk of my money has been devoted to prom dresses. So yeah, it's got cold. a prom dress. Cool. Got it's a ruffled it. coat, hot pink, Rockin' handbag. Franco Sarto, Franco Sarto. 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 Sarto, yeah. Grey Adidas Gazelles. Yes. I
0: would wear it.
2: <laughs> I would. You would look adorable. When you wear sneaks, when you wear
3: sneaks with the prom dress,
0: it's just totes adorbs. Just think of how yeah. expensive that outfit would be. Very, very <laughs> You're different. like
2: I am
1: Whatever. Like, out of my way. Lucy apparently has the money at this table. She does. So
3: she'll that she do. She'll spot us. My yeah, <laughs> for a one
1: hundred
2: and fifty
3: dollar ruffled trench. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Okay. Our next
0: topic is the first time I felt proud of myself. Okay,
1: so my first time that I felt proud of myself, um, I think the first one that sticks out in my mind is in college when I was starting to take my journalism classes. The first few go arounds, I was not actually good at it. I was. I was an MLA student. (laughs) (laughs) I wrote thesis papers for English class and stuff like that, like (laughs) the inverted pyramid, the who, what, where, why, and when, all that stuff, like getting everything into a succinct sentence was just not my forte at the time and it took me a little while and sometimes I'm a person that gives up and I can be like (laughs) I'm not good at this I'm out (laughs) I could have very first see you get I could have very easily have done that but I was like no I'm gonna keep trying because I want to do better and by the end of the semester my stories were the ones that got up on the overhead projector he was using them as examples and by the end of the class he was like you are like fantastic and I'm not just like. not just tooting my own horn but he like he could tell that i like Mm -hmm. started to grasp it and i was doing really well and that it was kind of like a niche yeah and so i started to feel really proud of myself because like i said i can easily give up but i persevered and i came out on the other side yeah i'm sure he noticed that too Mm yeah (laughs) gary Giddo. You my know, homeboy. Oh Gary Giddo. Is like your professor? Cool. Yeah, Gary Giddo. You know,
0: honestly, it <laughs> takes, Gigi. like, so much to stick to something you're bad at. Like, because I feel like it's just human nature to want to, like... Pursue only the things you're already good at. Right. Mm-hmm. So even to like continue with it is like a feat in itself. Absolutely. And mm-hmm. guess what? I
1: couldn't even tell you the first thing about MLA now. Now I'm like yeah, strictly. I even I, yeah, I don't know anymore. Yeah, I'm tell strictly you style. AP style. I, can, I can't write past like 600 words without. It like, hurts. Yeah. It
3: hurts. It hurts so, so I much. mean, <clears throat> yeah.
1: um, Shelby, what about your first time that you were really proud of yourself? Well, I have a similar. Um,
2: first time as you, not to be weird about that, but this was also when I was in college, but it wasn't in my class, it was um, when I started writing for our university's newspaper. So I had been reading the Hawkeye for months and months, and I was like, man, they need better writers. And I wasn't hating on their writing style, it was just that they just probably needed better direction. I was also an English major at the time, so I didn't know crap about AP. I was doing um, whatever the other writings was, MLA? Yeah, yeah, MLA. I was doing MLA all the time. <clears throat> and so that's what made me want to change my major, actually, by taking um, a, I think it was a mass communications course. But anyway, mm-hmm. um, anybody could write for the paper that was the other thing. I noticed that anybody was writing for the paper (laughs) and by anybody, I mean everybody. (laughs) So they had their meetings like every Thursday that every week. Um, So I just, you know, went in one day and I was already taking one of those courses anyway. So I was kind of getting more into the writing and everything like that. So I just decided I was going to do one of the stories seemed kind of easy. And, I was bummed that they didn't pick it. Like, you know, because you, when you write stuff, they might not have enough room for your story, so they have to bump it. Mm-hmm. So I was bummed about that. A of my stories never got published, but the, they finally did, and so I was really proud when I saw finally saw my byline there in the in the student paper. But I, I don't know, like, I felt like I was on cloud nine, you know? Like, mm-hmm. it wasn't that big of a deal to other people, but it was a big deal to me because... I was one out of probably 10,000 students that has their name and their face in the paper. And then I went on to write a lot of op-eds for the paper became the multimedia editor, so I kind of worked my way up there in the
1: rankings. That's way really cool and I like the fact that you saw something that you didn't like. The paper mm. wasn't speaking to you. You're like, this needs to be better and you were part of it being better. Yeah, I was like, they need
2: they need help, so I'm <laughs> going
1: to help them. Yeah, and you helped yourself in the process. Right. That's
0: really cool. <clears throat> I love yep. that. What about you, Lucy? Um,
3: okay, I had shoulder surgery two summers ago, and I'm a swimmer, and obviously shoulders are extremely important in the sport of swimming, Mm -hmm. and I was out for a whole summer. Um, I couldn't use my shoulder for, I think, three or four months, and um, I wasn't allowed to get back in the pool for, like, a month, so when I did get back in the pool, I was only allowed to, like, kick and not use my arms, or only use the arm that, obviously wasn't cut open like three weeks Ah. before um and so the whole summer I was kind of just trying to like get to a place where I could be good for my high school swim season um because it was really important to me to kind of like triumph over this injury and come back from a place where I was really unhappy with my swimming and I ended up making the state relay team in the 200 free and I was just really really proud of myself that i went to the pool every day and i kicked and i swam with one arm and i just kept at it even when i was discouraged and i ended up achieving my goal of going to state that year so that was probably the first time where i was like really really proud of something i had overcome um so so yeah Yeah, that's pretty awesome (laughs) way awesome i like i have experiences with you guys too with classes where i'm like oh my god this sucks but i feel like that one is <laughs> that's major that one's pretty yeah that, pretty cool yeah, that is major me. for sure mm-hmm. good on you
0: um, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't want to follow up on them because my story's similar too. but if you guys don't already know, I got my degree in biology first mm-hmm. and I wasn't that passionate about it, which I realized, you know, about the time of my last semester in my degree. <laughs> um, so I went ahead and finished it out, but I quickly realized how much I loved writing. And so then I like sought after the English department and they said, no, you don't belong here and they they sent me to the journalism department. And then obviously I found a quick fit, fell in love, but that wasn't really like the accomplishment for me. I, at that point, like I had no financial funding from my parents. Like I obviously had no scholarship money, but I got a full scholarship for my first year of journalism. I paid for all my living expenses. I worked four jobs at the same time. And that was kind of the first time I'd ever done anything just completely independently. I had no help from anyone. Right. I, at the time, I wasn't seeing anyone. I didn't really have a lot of friends, but I literally just did everything on my own. And that was probably the first time I ever felt um, proud of myself because I didn't have help from anyone. And um, obviously, that was what I was meant to do. And it felt really amazing by the time I completed it because I... I didn't really have anyone else to thank for it. It really like was all me for once.
1: Good right. on you, that yeah. is major kudos. Yeah, I don't think I've ever done anything
3: completely <clears throat> on my own. I've never worked four jobs at once. So. <laughs> <I've gotten> that <laughs> yeah. in I feel like that's not a universal human experience. I know, like probably <laughs> very few people that were able to do that and put themselves through school and pay yeah. for themselves. And kind of grow into themselves in such a hard way. Such so yeah. a really neat. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Do you guys
0: want to hear my jobs? Yeah, yes. I kind of do. I'm like, how could you work yes. this okay. job? So I was a bartender, and then I worked at the library. Then I was a church secretary, and then I worked for the college newspaper.
1: A little bit of
2: everything. So she worked at the bar, then she'd stroll into church. It was kind of kidding. like that. It sounds like a country song. <laughs> if You basically did live a country song. <laughs> That's pretty great. You could probably wow. write a country song.
0: <laughs> Maybe I My will. My four yeah. jobs. <laughs> um, so our final first is the first time I heard an album. All right, Jenny. Okay. Wow. My first time that I heard an album, like all
1: the way through, would have to be Mariah Carey's Is It Daydream? When the black and white cover.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Sorry.
0: That was one of my first
1: two. Sorry, (laughs) not sorry. Loved that album. Actually, I'm older than all of you. I had it on cassette, not CD. You're not that
0: much older. I had that same cassette. Still okay, have. It. I remember having cassettes. All right, all Wasn't right. The first Whatever. Time I, to I bet I have more cassette. cassettes than all you guys do right now. You probably have more. <laughs> right than now, all yeah. of the
1: things. <laughs> but yeah, that was, that was it. And I remember. Mm-hmm. Um, do you remember the duet she did with the boys to men? It was like one sweet yes. day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me and a girl on the bus. <clears throat> we wrote down all the lyrics to the song. <laughs> On the bus, and then I and I saved it in like my sock drawer, and my mom saw it one day, and she thought that I had written it, like, (laughs) and she was and she was crying because she thought like I wrote it about like a lost family member or something like that, and she was like, oh my god, did you write this? She thought I was like some prodigy child, (laughs) some like seven years old, (laughs) and I was like, no, that's (laughs) Maran (laughs) Gary. Sorry, calm down, mom. We know, like, yeah. Don't know why I had to do that. It's all in the linear notes, but whatever. <clears throat> so, yeah, that was my first time. What about
2: you, Shelby? Well, from start to finish, like, I had one already thought of, like, for the first time I heard it. <clears throat> but I think, yeah, I think it was Tears for Fears. So one day, one. I'm going through some, like, random CDs that I just found in my house. <clears throat> and it was, like, the most basic like of CD covers that you could ever see didn't even have like a case it was like one of those like little plastic nylon yep. you know what I'm I know about. the type yeah so it was just just shuffling through i pick up this silver one that has some red and black lettering i'm like yeah i'll put i'll pop it in and then like i hear shout and i'm like this is amazing <laughs> so i had never heard that song ever so i listened to the entire album loved it didn't even know who tears for fears even was so i was like Child was (laughs) a baby. And then later on, my mom, like, heard me in my room listening to it on my boombox. And she thought, why are you listening to Tears for Fears? Who? Where did you find that? It wasn't even hers. Like, she doesn't even know where it came from. She didn't even know where it came from. It's destiny. Yeah. I think that it just, like, implanted itself in our home. Maybe someone left it, and it just stuck there. Yeah. But I think I still have that CD.
3: Oh, nice. Mm-hmm.
1: That's a good one.
2: Yeah.
3: Uh, Lucy? Okay, so you? the first album that I was put all the way through, like, didn't have any saying in it, is The Best of Sweet. Oh, yeah. Yep. A lot. Uh-huh. Sweet. I still know some songs from that album. The best, or the first album I listened to, like, all the way through, Inside and Out, Front to Back... One Direction, take me <laughs> home. Because, listen, I had to get ready for the concert. Like, if I didn't know every word, I was going to die. I just commend you for doing your research. Yeah, like, Direction. I literally am, like, up all night, too. But mostly... Take Me Home, because that was a Take Me Home tour. And I was like, I have to know all the words. If I don't know all the words, then think bad things are going to happen. I'm a poser. So yeah, One <laughs> Direction, Take Me Home. I know, it's legendary. It is legendary. I love it. Savannah, you probably have something better than One Direction. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Flyleaf. Fly Flyleaf. <laughs> no, it was earlier than that. So
0: I had, like, I was trying really hard to think of the very first, like, music that I heard. And, like, I have, like, really faint memories kind of similar to Shelby. Of listening to cassette tapes of Mm -hmm. Tears for Fears, and then I also had Naked Eyes. Um, Always something there. Yeah. (laughs) Sorry, I had to think of it because. So those were the first two cassette tapes I had because I can remember playing those along with Mariah Carey. So I feel like it makes sense because we're all around the same age. But but I think the first album I listened all the way through was with my mom in her minivan listening to Deftones White Pony. (laughs) Yeah. My mom really loved all rock. Um, and she's also just super cool. And, <laughs> and I think she was also a little angry around that time period in my life. To like Deftones and, like, just jam
2: out with your daughter is pretty awesome.
0: Yeah, and we used to listen to the, that album all the way through. And then they also have Around the Fur. So those were, like, the first two full albums I heard. So that's my inclination toward the dark side. You guys recently <laughs> discovered from my playlist. So. as Savannah goes dark. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> those were the dark years. <laughs> um... Alright, so do you guys want to do the first time, our first embarrassing moment? I got
3: one. You want to go first? Okay, guys, listen. Okay, so there was this super cute boy. This was third grade. I remember this vividly. Like, I still, like, think about this when I'm laying in bed at night, okay? This is (laughs) third grade, right? And this boy was, like, talking about football. And, like, my family were not football people. I knew nothing about football. I probably didn't know what a football (laughs) looked like. And he was like, What's your favorite? I think it was college team. And I was like, The Steelers. Aren't they a pro team? Or was it okay, yeah. She still was doesn't it? know. She's still was not no, sure. I still don't know. But like, Steelers I are a pro awake team. at night and I think about this. And he was like that's not a college teen. And I was like, oh my god. So I was trying to impress I'm not a boy. Cool. And I lied. And from that point <laughs> on, I was like, I'm never going to lie about something I like right. ever again to impress was, somebody. Yeah, you guys don't understand. Like, this was like <laughs> mortifying. Like, I could wow. see it. In your young okay. self yeah. when you're that I age. I was like. like it was a big, a big yes. it was a big deal. It was a big deal. And I don't think it was just him. I think it was, like, in front of a group of people. And oh, it was just, like, we socially, I-, I just couldn't, my heart couldn't deal with it. I, like, it
1: was bad. I can top it, but I want to hear Shelby's first. So, when I was in the first
2: grade, our teacher, Miss Farah decided she was going to leave the room for a little bit. Had to go down the hall. I vaguely remember the reason why. But she was gone long enough for... Us students to do some crazy stuff and have some crazy antics. So <clears throat> there were two boys in my class that were like play fighting at the front of the room and we were all egging it on and carrying it on and encouraging the play fighting to continue. I think maybe WWE had just come out <laughs> okay. or was still going on and it was, okay. you know, doing really, really well. <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to figure out why these little boys were like kicking and fighting each other like ninja chops and stuff. But... As she's coming back in the room, she hears me yell, kick him, kick him in the privates. (laughs) (laughs) And she saw me, like she heard me, she saw me, she pointed me out, she said, you, you have to go to the principal's office. And I was just so, like, I couldn't believe that I had gotten in trouble. I was, like, the perfect kid. But I was always, like, turning around and talking and, you know, causing stuff like that. But other than that, I was great. <laughs> those, were her,
0: those were her dark years, too. <laughs> her dark years,
2: first grade. So she she had me sit by her at her desk while she was writing up the form. And she said, what did you say? I need you to say it. And I wouldn't speak. She's like, I need you to say what you said. And I wouldn't, I did not open my mouth at at, like from that point on because I was just so embarrassed and I was just mortified. And so she took me to this assistant principal because the principal I think was out. And he, um, basically just called my mom and told her what I did. And my mom was like, yep, we're going to have a talk about that. (laughs) (laughs) But that was, I don't even remember like if I got in written up or I got suspended. I don't think I got suspended, But I know my mom, I think, um, did some spanking on me. Okay. <laughs> like corporal punishment. I did some spanking on me. <laughs> well, I didn't know how to put that out without making it sound weird. Like, she spanked me. <laughs> um, um,
3: but, I yeah. St- I still think
0: I can top it,
3: but, Savannah, I think would you, you like should.
0: to know? No, you go I ahead. I think anybody okay. should be
3: able to top this. Please top this.
0: Yeah, guys. Like <laughs> football,
3: that's, like, it was a big deal, but, like, nobody else in the whole entire world cares about this moment except Doesn't me. That's that's me. That's
0: you Doesn't you like so. that make you feel good about, like, your next yeah. time being embarrassed because oh, you, like, multiply like, a year from that and you're not going to care, like, one bit? Isn't that awesome? Those kids don't (laughs) remember now.
1: So, I was also in like first or second grade, and I had spent then or had dinner at a friend's house who lived like two doors away from me. And I was wearing a little romper that had buttons up here, and for some reason, I could not unbutton them. And after dinner, I had to use the potty. So bad, and um, I was begging my friend Megan, like, please help me unbutton this. I have to go so bad, like my eyes are beginning to like have pee come out of them. <laughs> Why hadn't you gone before? Because I didn't have to go before, but suddenly had I had to, to go, and I didn't want to interrupt dinner and be like, oh, hey, somebody help me out of the romper. <laughs> yeah. So I waited till after dinner to be like, hey, can you help me? There's, I just, I don't, <laughs> I couldn't do it, and so she's like, I'm trying, I'm trying. Doesn't matter. Too late. peed all over her kitchen floor. Seven years old. Definitely potty trained. Never wet the bed. Anything. Just had to go really bad. Oh. <laughs> so oh. Jenny. Doesn't just even to be stop polite. There. Just didn't didn't use the bathroom doesn't the entire time. Okay. Her mother walks me home, even though it's only two doors down, <laughs> and just like has her hands on my shoulders. And like my dad goes to answer the door and she goes, we had a little accident. And I was like, (laughs) "Uh." That's the best part. Yeah, and I was like, the accident was buying me this like ridiculous piece of clothing that I can't take off by myself. But anyway, the next day, Megan comes to my house. We're going to go hang out with, like, the neighborhood kids or whatever. Because oh the- Please don't tell me you were a different romper. <laughs> you were the same romper. <laughs> Didn't even yeah, wash it. Stained everything. <laughs> <laughs> no, we were, like, hanging out. And she wasn't saying anything about the night before. So I was like, cool. Megan's cool. We're cool. And She's then all chill. of a sudden, we're, like, hanging out with our friends. And she goes, you guys <gasps> won't believe what Jenny did last night. And oh, I was God. like, no. And I was like, excuse me, I'm older than you. I am cooler than you. And one little pea puddle. Ruined that. And I got so mad at her. And I was like, you know what, Megan? My parents don't like you because you're rude. And you're not allowed to come over to our house anymore. And you know what? What if I puked and died? Would you even care? I literally said that. Puked and died. Would what if you I puked even and died? I love how strong you were. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. She stood like, like, up to her embarrassing and... moment. Yeah. So so what if like, I no. puked and died? Would you even care? care and then I just ran home crying. I like how that, that is Aww. like your extreme was puked and died. Also 8th grade Washington trip. You puked then? I, I had to go to the bathroom really bad but. Was she there? No. And this was completely different. Megan's gone. Did, Did she, she die? die? Did Megan die? <laughs> Did she puke and die? She might
0: have. Oh god.
1: Um <laughs> she's checking
0: this Facebook. This is getting intense, tonight. Man. We'll update you next <laughs>
2: episode. Yeah, we have to update on all of these things.
1: Fast forward, 8th grade Washington <clears throat> trip. After we got back from a show at the Globe Theater, I'm wearing this outfit. I'm borrowing my friend's tights and we have to go I have to go to the bathroom so bad again. But we're all doing that thing where you have to get accounted for before they let yep. you go off on your own. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, "No, seriously, I, gotta go. <laughs> like, I got to go." Like real bad. Like real bad. And so I'm like crossing my legs fingers everything and i end up piddling a little bit on the seat that i was sitting down on in the fancy omni hotel oh so, man yeah i mean with no with no puddle but i definitely piddled, a little, little 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 bit definitely little piddled and i told like valerie, if you had coughed it'd been over i told valerie let me take these tights home and wash them before i give them back to you <laughs> You wore some other girls' tights. I told you, I was wearing my friend's tights. That and I part. peed in them. <laughs> 14 years old. Okay. Grown.
0: Grown. <laughs> peed. <laughs> yes. Hey, Kay. Savannah. It's all good. I don't think mine's that much better, but I, I'm sure that I was embarrassed, like, so many more times before this, because I feel like I get embarrassed quite often. Same. But the first time I can really remember was, like, sixth grade in world history class. Um my phone went off and that was you know back in the days of flip phones and and it was a flyleaf ringtone <laughs> Sure. No, worse. <laughs> it was She Moves Her Body Like a Cyclone. <laughs> I love that. I still love that song. I, I, you know, was I really, really identified outside. with that song yeah, at the time. Yeah, in middle school. Oh, dances. I, Lots of cyclone I, body I did. moving. Right, exactly. I didn't remember who yeah. sang that song, but yes, I, that is one of my faves. Yeah, I'm not sure who sings it now it, either. It. I still like that song, but <laughs> it was did? really humiliating because it was right in the middle of a test. So like, oh, no. no one was speaking. Oh, so no. it was like dead silence. And it's like, She Moves Her Body Like yeah, a the Cyclone. Then, of course, like my, my backpack zipped in like every because you're not supposed to have your phone out in school. So I'm like digging through my backpack and it just <laughs> keeps going and going into the works. Oh. And then I'm not only embarrassed at my music taste, but... Just the whole thing, it was bad. That that's good.
1: That is pretty bad. That would be in a <laughs> was, like a TV yep.
0: movie. Yeah, no, you're <laughs> right. <Yeah>. Cyclones. <laughs> All right. Now that you've gotten to know us, I hope you'll check out Slannaofftherecord.com and join us for the next episode of Girls Off the Record. Bye guys. Bye. 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 Bye.